on this episode of the AIE podcast. Into Discord. We ride into Icarus. Help Mew help you in Final Fantasy. We have Captain Sybil's STO update. Hunters. Demon hunters everywhere. All that and more coming up now. Bringing you the latest news from the AIE gaming community from planet Earth and beyond. This is the AIE Podcast. Welcome to episode 259 of the podcast celebrating you, the Ilya Octa S gaming community. The die has been podcast. This is Makala, and to my right is Tetsemi. I have a spreadsheet of Discord servers. You're going to need it. This week we're joined by very special guests. Ted, did you schedule the guests? That's not on my spreadsheet. I don't have a guest. So, guys, we don't have a guest tonight. So, we're going to talk about the Legion pre patch and AIE in general because, hey, it is the AIE podcast. So, Ted, besides filling out spreadsheets for Discord, which we'll get into later, what have you been doing in or out of game? Everything. Oh, wait, no, wrong answer. Um, right. <laughs> Well, I'm sure we'll, we'll go into it in um, the discussion of the Legion oh, invasion. Right. What are we doing out of game, then? There we go. Out of game. Uh, we're doing well in our, our role-playing game. We've kind of shifted and modified where we're going in that. You're having a very bad day. <laughs> that poor cleric's life's gone to heck and back in a handbasket. Yeah. It's okay. It's fun, though. Um, besides that, doing work and a lot of uh, testing and, and helping with getting all the new shiny AIE Discord and AIE Podcast Discord servers set up and one for the raid team. We're going to try the, the voice in the raid chat tonight when we do demon invasions in-game. So um been keeping very busy. What about you? Well, um, as you mentioned, D&D is going, well, it's taken an interesting turn. We asked the DM if we could please maybe not do things that are so structured in modules, and um, he ran with it. So <laughs> that is a good time. Also, uh, getting ready to do a... Uh, possibly one shot, two shot game, uh, D and D game over Google with um, one of our guild mates and some friends. Working on the book thing, and you know, I was late getting to show notes because I had a brilliant idea about magic and how it relates to technology, and I could babble on for that for ages. Uh, working or doing a another Google, we're actually doing it through Google Docs, a game based in the Dresden universe uh, with some groups from chat, from some folks from the Tadpole, mostly AIE members as well, of course, because, you know, we kind of cross-pollinate. And I have taken a temporary position at work as a dedicated level two reviewer of our contractor's work. And their brand, it's basically like a, basically, it's like a teacher reviewing a brand new class. 
let's just say I sleep really well right now because I'm mentally exhausted and a 10 hour day is a minimum right now. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Oh, and I got new ink because, well, this is what Tet sent me by for my birthday now instead of anything else. So I have the faces of the moon in the rainbow or chakra colors, depending on how you view it. So imagine that. Oh, and a lot of baking. Yes, a lot of baking. <laughs> More than normal. I'll be and a lot of kitchen cleaning. <laughs> yes, you'll need a spreadsheet to figure that out. Oh, no. and we went on, we went on vacation last week or the week before last. We did. We got to see Randy and SJ and Will and you and, and you. Jen Xander. Yep. We unfortunately, didn't get a chance to see Aludra, and that made me sad. But. Had a really great time. Went to Disneyland. Guys, if you're ever in Disneyland and Mew is still in Southern California, actually, if, even if he's not, you need to hit him up and figure out where the best places to get food are. That's all I'm saying. Yep. Agreed. All right. So since we're going to be talking about what we're doing, oh, and if you're doing any other game stuff besides Pokemon going. That was pretty fun. Yeah, we, we did um do quite a bit of pokemon going when we were on vacation and huntington beach is the place to go downtown Disney is pretty good and there is a magic carp in the uh, pond surrounding small world the more you know all right so before we start talking about legion pre-patch let's go through the news aie news AIE has joined the Discord wave and now has our own Discord server for text and voice chat. Server details are available on the Umami page. Uh, that's umami.aie-universal.net. Under the first bulletin named, conveniently enough, AIE's Discord server. The Mumble server will still be available for raid teams and other large gatherings to use, but feel free to try out the Discord voice chat and let the officers know what you think. Are you looking for in-game events? There's an events channel. Looking for folks going to DragonCon, BlizzCon, or the local pizza joint? Hit the meetups channel. Do you need a group in-game? Guess what? There's an LFG channel and see who's playing. Also, speaking of in-game, we have a new officer. SJ has joined the WoW Officer Corps. She's already a Final Fantasy XIV officer and will bring her amazingly friendly and upbeat attitude to the game while helping get all the new demon hunters and other classes corralled as things pick up in WoW. Many hugs and thanks to Samantha Jane for joining us. Yay! Or condolences, because we never really know how this thing goes. Now, it's SJ, so she's going to, you know, anything that would be stressful to other people, she's going to make a beautiful, wonderful, cheery situation. Yep, Exactly. All right, and speaking of Southern California, the BlizzCon is coming up, and we are going to have our BlizzCon AIE Guildhall. MewCow is looking for volunteers to help out with the Guildhall. Please feel free to contact him via Twitter, Discord, or on the forums. There's a forum post up called, conveniently enough, the BlizzCon 2016 AIE Guildhall, if you are interested in helping out. All right, and speaking of being interested, interested in the latest update to Riders of Icarus, details on the Guild Alliance system, free-for-all PvP zones, capture the flag area, and more. Join the discussion on the forums as the MewCow, gosh, that guy's in everything, heads up interest for the game, which is now in open beta. AIE is on the Bellius NA server, and that's B-A-E-L-L-A-S space N-A server. 
Yep, for North America, because we're playing in North America. All right. And in WoW news, aside from Demon Invasions, Demon Hunters, and other things that we'll get into, the four-part audio drama, The Tomb of Sargeras, is out. There are links on iTunes and other podcatchers, and we really enjoyed listening to it on our vacation. It helps explain Gul'dan's motivations, how the Legion got back into Azeroth, and why Khadgar does show up at the end of the Demon Hunter starting area. Small spoilers. spoilers. I'm only, like, I just hit level 100, boo. <laughs> Want to find out what separates a demon hunter from the demons they hunt? Watch the Harbinger's animation uh, on Illidan and you will find out. You will also get to see this uh, video in the demon hunter starting area um, near the end as you progress. And we'll be discussing more about the events that are going on in WoW with the latest patch in our news section. All right. And uh, so to our escape podcast 115, sweet. 19? 16. Oh, my goodness. Roman numerals are hard. See, I inverted, I inverted some stuff there. All right. This week, AIE SEMA, Max Gray, and Astromech EPC 155 dig into Chapter 16, the Battle of Odessin, the second to last chapter of the Knights of the Fallen Empire. Hey, is Mako back yet? she been catch the live podcast and chat room on tuesdays around 10 30 p.m central at twitch tv slash new overlords follow the follow and subscribe on twitter youtube twitch etc to hear the podcast news and see our other guild streams while i discuss the latest happenings in sotor what you really feel about the producers live event and if mego is back yet hop on over to the forums or you can probably discuss it in Discord in the SOTOR channel. Absolutely. <laughs> and in Final Fantasy XIV, also a channel in the Discord server, I'm sensing a theme here. Would you like <laughs> to try out Final Fantasy XIV free for five days? Of course you would. Between July 25th and August 30th, if you meet the eligibility rules, which are linked in the uh, show notes, you can play for five days free during the free campaign time period. And speaking of logging in, Abavan has returned from active baby duty and is back in the game. Find out what he's up to in his forum post. Hiya, folks. And or just say hi to him. Also, don't forget, that guy again, MewCow, is still looking for input yeah. on which, which FC action buffs people would prefer to active and when. Pop over to the forums and let him know. Awesome. And Ian, Star Trek Online. Hey, Ted. Is there a Star Trek Online channel? Because I didn't see it when I just looked. There is? Uh, maybe we'll have to get one. We'll see. We're going to double check on that one. All right, guys. We have RRF Captain Civil Star Trek on Star Trek Online news summary for the week ending at 8-14, 2016. The Agents of Yesterday expansion released July 6th and is still in full swing. Our intrepid reporter is enjoying replaying the the new episode again, but with new bridge crew members. As explanation, she received her recommendation code for being a 50th anniversary Star Trek Las Vegas participant. The entire holographic crew, well, holographic bridge crew of the original series Enterprise is our epic crew members. They even included Yeoman Rand with that 
amazing beehive hairdo. The reward was courtesy of Cryptic Software. As reported last time, the current release Temporal Cold War, a time-traveling episode, came to an unexpected conclusion. Not through gameplay, but through a big blog backstory. Another another backstory also included the end of the temporal hostilities for the little-known Vorgan race. Winter of Discontent. Yes, a fascinating must-read, and again, we're going to make sure we stay clear of all spoilers. There's a 20% off Starship sale in the C-Store this weekend only through tomorrow at 10 p.m. or sorry, 10 a.m. Pacific Daylight Time. If you're a player awaiting the perfect time to purchase that sweet attack ship, this awesome, all-powerful dreadnought, or that stealthy, invincible science cruiser, you really need to take advantage of the sale, because, hello, sale. Make AIE classes Starbait the crown jewel of the Federation. The AIE classes fleet Starbait is still seeking contributions of material and duty officers from all fleet mates. Donations assist in the building up of the fleet Starbase and other fleet holdings to their full potential. Check out the fleet holdings tab in the in-game menu. And players, as always, are encouraged to check out the above news, backstories, patch release notes, UI and quality of life improvements, fixes, forms, etc. on the Star Trek online website, which of course is Star Trek Online. Dot com. Until next time, RRF Captain Sybil. And that's our general game news. Let's get back to our Legion pre-patch conversation and find out what is going on. So, Dutt, now's the time to discuss this. What are you doing in-game? <laughs> uh, let's see. I now have 12 100s because I used my Legion boost to boost my Warlock, which, good job, Blizzard, on the Warlock. Demonology yeah. <laughs> is amazing. Yes, it is. Like, here, have some demons. Oh, wait, here's some more demons here. Throw some more demons. We heard you like yeah. demons. <laughs> so we added some demons. Yeah, exactly. Um, although I will say doing that in the middle of the demon invasion or in the broken shore scenario is a little off-putting like no no don't worry he he just looks like an angry demon but he's on our side really yeah no he's fine i'm holding his leash right here <laughs> yeah that's how pretty much what i imagined a warlock's doing anyway uh yeah well i had to i was getting um angry glares from um, a few demon hunters during the the demon invasions because of course the demon hunters have their own starting area and they don't do the broken shore scenario but when you get back and the demon invasions have started yeah i I was getting several whispers from demon hunters asking what the hell i thought i was doing (laughs) i was gonna say if they were glaring at you that's kind of hard to discern through those um blindfolds oh no oh no you know when they're giving you the look. It's, it's, well, of course, because they're blood elves, and even with the eyes closed, the pursed lips, and the, got it. All right. Exactly. So, question. What yes. did you, since you have started on the Demon Hunter, um, mm-hmm. what did you go with for Demon Hunter? Style, race, sex, that whole um, thing? DPS, of course, because... You know, I I'm pretty sure I could figure out how to tank. I have a really great teacher if I wanted one. But I really not that fabulous at tanking. I like to blow stuff up. 
Um, so that is, is that one the Havoc? Or what's the, or Destruction? Yeah, uh, no, that's Havoc, and then the tank is Vengeance. Vengeance, you're right, yeah, so um, Cry Havoc and Let's Slip the Dogs of War. Yes, or Illidari of War in this case, yeah. Very true. Of course, I tend to play female characters. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Blood Elf, because that's the option. And I play Blood Elves anyway. All right, cool. And most of my Blood Elves tend to have white hair. Actually, most of my characters have white hair, if that's an option. Her name is Craven. Very nice cool. pun on Craven the Hunter. Uh, so that's that was kind of fun. I'm like, well, I want to name her. I'm like, okay, well, kind of working on, you know, the book stuff. And the main character's last name is Craven. And then I'm like, wait, Craven the Hunter. Yeah, we're going to use this. Awesome. Um, and much like me in real life, she has blunt bangs. And, well, she's looking at you like she's judging you at every moment because she's a blood elf. And a demon and a hunter. Demon hunter. Yeah, pretty much. And a woman. And oh sorry. That's just me. So what did you what did you go with, Ted? <laughs> <laughs> well, I did I have, have done it on the horde side, so I did a male blood elf because I already have a female blood elf who is a rogue. Um right. so to so to balance that out, I did the, the male blood elf. Um, see me. Yep, Dem see me for demon see me. Um, nice. Kind of a pun on Demon Sight, the whole thing. So, yeah. Nice, I like it. Um, yeah, Jedi hated it, so it must have been good. Um, <laughs> oh, good. Poor, poor Jedi. <laughs> That's a whole different story that only some people know. Anyways. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because um, I think he's the one that approved it when I put it through, Mommy. Um, but I... I took that through and just for anyone that's just you know getting time to play the expansion and things like that that's pre-ordered and has their code in um the the recommended timeline just so that you kind of get the story unfolding correctly is if you have an alliance tune play the alliance tune through the broken shore scenario then play a horde tune through the broken shore scenario then play your demon hunter of either side. It really doesn't matter because if you don't do the broken shore scenario first, when, when you come out of the scenario as a demon hunter, you get thrown into a situation where you're like happen and it involves the leadership of the, the horde. So yeah, spoilers. So I should go, so I should do the scenario on Mickey before I finish up the everything on Craven. I yeah I I it it would help okay yeah. cool um but what what are you what are you enjoying about the demon hunter because I know you typically don't play melee you play casters right pretty much and I am having a hard time with that I have found new ways to die <laughs> did you have you charged off a cliff yet in times spell rush. rush for the win. <laughs> Yeah, um, no. Uh, yeah, I have found new ways to die. That part I don't like, but hey, that's okay. I'm loving the uh, glaive throw. I do like the big a- AOE effect. Yep. And as an old school demo warlock, of course, I love turning into a demon because I miss that. <laughs> yeah, we have, we have a shout out from shout our... Out. <laughs> 
shout out from our favorite one of our favorite warlocks, Mathanug, who uh, would like to shout out to all the demon hunters for stealing all his cool <laughs> abilities. Spoilers, sweetie. Yeah, that 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 part I'm loving. I'm not loving, of course. I'm going to be up in the face, but I'll get used to that. Yeah. Um, if I decide to do anything much with her, I do like the way the energy generates. It's yeah. fairly easy to generate your fell power or your what is the uh, is it fell power? Yeah. Okay. I do like yeah, I do like power. that. Um, because I think if you have a class that needs gener- uh, to be able to generate the power to do anything, if you just keep having to work at it and work at it, it's a pain in the butt. And the fact that your main attack generates that is wonderful. Yeah. Um, optic blast because havoc, and we pretty much have havoc and cyclops in one. Yeah, pretty but, much. Uh, all right, nerd flag showing. Uh, so, what about you, Ted? What do you enjoy about it? Um, let me start with what I'm not enjoying right now, and that okay. is with without their artifact glaives, they are incredibly squishy tanks compared to okay. um compared to all the other tanks. Not that tanks aren't squishy with Legion to begin with, um, but I will I will say soloing or trying to solo some of the invasion bosses that I can do on Tet comfortably. Um, really squishy because the um, there's not a lot of self healing, um, and there's not a lot of because I don't have the gear or the artifact yet. There's not a lot of defensive cooldowns and stuff like that. So it, it makes it like, hey, big guy, I'm over here. Squish. Oh wait, that wasn't right. good. Okay. So. But I love the mobility. I love the double jump um, to get you in and out of places. Yeah. I have died a few ways, beca- a few times because of that. Because I told you, I have found new ways to die. <laughs> yeah. The, um, the, the double jump with the glide uh, works really well. Um, trying to think what else. Uh, it's, yeah, it's going to be interesting once the artifacts are unlocked. As Mew says, the reports are don't tank on a demon hunter until Legion artifacts. Um, and I think that's in general for all tanks, but especially demon hunters, um, because like, like a bear, they wear leather, but unlike a bear, they don't have the huge stamina pool. So when they get hit, it's, they don't have time to recover or they, you know, they can't take more than one of those big hits before they get squished. So, um, but it's I can see with the upcoming talents looking ahead in the talent tree, looking at the artifact from what I've seen on Wowhead and MMO Champion, um, it looks like it's gonna be a very interesting uh class to tank on. Again, I'm gonna you know, my main is still Ted, I'm still gonna warrior tank. Oh yeah. It it's really it's really fun. Um <laughs> yeah. And as Muse says, warrior tanks are awesome even without the artifact. Ignore pain for the win. Of course you guys are. Well, we we have an ability called Ignore Pain, and it stacks. And you can, as long as you are generating enough fury by taking, this is kind of, this sounds completely backwards, but it's how it's designed. As long as you're taking damage, you're generating fury. And when you generate enough fury, you can generate Ignore Pain, which will then reduce the amount of damage you're taking. So it's, it's a cycle of you need to get hit to become... 
resilience so you yeah. so you don't get hurt and um it yeah, sounds like a, a berserker kind of yeah it's it's a fun mechanic it's it's you know it's one of those things where you almost don't shield block anymore you just try and use ignore pain as much as you can because if you shield block and you block successfully block an attack you don't get the fury from it so it's kind <laughs> of counterintuitive um and since ignore pain is a percentage, the higher your stamina is, the better the ignore pain works. Um, if okay. I remember correctly, so it's yeah, it's kind of a weird thing that they're getting used to. Um, but I'm really having fun with that. So you have not seen either Broken Shore Invasion, correct? I have not. In fact, I did the next last thing on my bucket list this week on Mickey. Um, which was get lore master of Draenor or second Draenor, whatever you call it. Um, so yep. we need, still need to go through and get the treasures. So I have flying. Um, so that's yep. kind of been where my focus has been is finishing that up. So I've not done anything uh, with the pre patch with Mickey yet. Okay. So I took my Alliance uh, warrior through the broken shore scenario. And then I took, um, all my horde tones through the the broken sh- shore scenario, and um, I don't know how much do you want to be, how much do you want to be spoiled? Light spoilers are fine, of course. Okay, so there's a, there's a point in the scenario. It starts out you both start out the scenario the same way, launch from Stormwind and Orgrimmar, land on the broken shores. And your job is to find, as we saw in the uh, cinematic, the Alliance go find where Varian went down, the Horde go find where Sylvanas crashed. And that's the, right. the, the initial goal. Land on the Broken Shore, take your take your army and go um, rescue those. And you do um, find them, res- not rescue them, but you find up, connect with them, and goes on further into a scenario um, – where basically the Alliance are on one shore and the Horde are on another shore and you work together to take down a big, huge demon. That all goes great. Um, You chase Gul'dan and you get to a point where the Horde is going to cover the Alliance's flank. From the Alliance standpoint, from that point, the Horde doesn't cover their flank very well and leaves. From the Horde point of view, it lasts. And I'll just, right. without spoiling it, I love how Blizzard told the story because usually they're, they're storytelling to get the two factions to not like each other is, is a little bit contrived. Right. Like, you guys should be fighting each other. And, and we're saying, look, Whatever differences we have, they're the bigger threat. So we'd actually like to work together and do that. Blizzard's like, well, for in-game story, you don't like each other. <laughs> with the um, with the way they told this story, there's a very good reason why, from the alliance standpoint, they are completely upset and and you know angry at the horde, and it's very well oh. told and and. I think that the Horde players, if you just see the Horde site, you don't understand why the Alliance is upset because you don't realize they didn't see what you saw. Got it. Oh, wow. That is fascinating. Uh, They've managed to pull that off. Yeah. Now, by the way, it's something I, um, it's not really Demon Hunter related, but it deals with the Demon Hunter starting area. I like and dislike Mm -hmm. the fact 
that the encounters feel like mini raids. Right. Yes. Yeah, because it's not just you, it's you and everyone else trying to escape from the vault. Uh, well, not even that. But even before that, when you're fighting enemies, it is very much ad management, kiting, running around, which I think is very valuable because yeah. the fact that that's going to give non-raiders an idea that, hey, it's great because this is something you can do. Yeah, exactly. Because I know before before I started raiding, looking what you're doing, and yes, I'll raid again and again before anyone says anything. <laughs> um, looking and seeing what's going on on your screen, I had no idea how that was even possible. Right. So I think right off the bat, they are making a conscientious effort to kind of pre-tra- pre-train people that for something that is similar to rating, and I like that a lot. Yeah, it, yeah, exactly. And um, just the, the storytelling, especially in the Demon Hunter, yeah. is done really well. Um, the, the storytelling in the, the Broken Shore scenario is done very well from both sides. Um, there is a point where if you played in Burning Crusade and... There's a certain sound that will basically trigger you <laughs> that shows up in the broken shore scenario. And yeah, I about had to, you know, do the proverbial oh. pants change. Yeah. Got it. All right. Yeah. It just, that comes out of nowhere and you're like, Oh God, not one of those. So yeah, that was fun. Um, but so so with the demon hunter invasion let's let's get back to that so with the demon hunter invasion once you get through the broken shore scenario you get back to orgamar and stormwind uh you basically if you're a demon hunter this is where the demon hunters kind of join back in the demon hunters have to prove their worth um almost like the death knights did when they um when they showed up um and the rest of the people are kind of like, okay, we got out of the broken shore. That was a failure. Now we need to regroup. And the demon hunter, if you play a demon hunter, you basically expose that a lot of the people at the scenario you're at are actually demons in disguise. If you're a non-demon hunter, you go up and talk to a demon hunter who then shows you, hey, these are demons, not people. And that kind of starts the whole oh god they're already here and invading and we really have a hard time telling them apart we need the demon hunters so how far can somebody get into the non-demon hunter pre-patch fund before they need to join a group um well they they, because when you go into the broken shore you get put in a group of 20 on your side and there's 20 of the opposite faction. So it's a 40 person okay. scenario and that automatically happens. They, they use a scenario tech and you're all that when you come out of it um, and do the initial, Hey, demons are here and kill them. Those you can solo. That's fine. Okay. Demon invasion scenarios. Like um, you'll, you'll, look on your map and you'll see that there's a demon invasion happening in Ashara, which is the back door of Orgamar, um, the, the Northern part of the exit to Orgamar. Um, anyone from 10 to 100 
can join in a demon invasion because it scales the monsters in the invasion oh, wow. to your level. So they're playing with that tech a little bit that's used so well in other games. That's great. Yeah, exactly. And I know several people have brought like level 80s and they're getting at least one to one and a half levels just doing stuff in the invasion itself. So it is a good way to level up lower level tunes if you, um, you know, if you're trying. So that's a good way. The scaling tech works really well. Um, it's as, as we found out on raid night, it's more fun if you're in a group because one, usually there's healers. Hey, say three, Medi, you know, all, all the healers. Ben. Ladies. Exactly. ben, okay. Ladies. I mean, no, um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, we, we had a great time because it's much easier to tank them. Um, if you're getting mm-hmm. healed, sure. do that. Um, also, during the invasion, the, there's four stages to it. So stage one is basically kill any demon you see. Stage two, kill a mini boss. Stage three is back to kill any demons you see. But there are huge structures that grow up that you can go destroy. But they're also named... Um, they're mini bosses, but you can't solo them. They're basically they're designed to be taken down with a group, and those give you extra of the shards, which is the currency you use to buy stuff from the uh, invasion vendors. Um, and then stage four is a final boss, and it's one of I think there's eight bosses it could be, um, and they all have different you know effects. Like one has a pulsing AOE aura, the other casts fear on you. Um, the other just runs fell over you. So um, there's there's a lot of variety to the bosses. Um, one of the interesting complaints we had is somebody in our group said, hey, did Blizzard get lazy and just reuse the same demons over and over again? And they didn't realize that, no, they didn't reuse the same demons over and over again. Those are the same demons over and over again because we're killing them on Azeroth. They die, go back to the Twisting Nether, are reborn, and come back. So unless you unless you kill a demon in the Twisting Nether, in the Twisting Nether, right? Oh wow, that's awesome. So it you know from a purely technical standpoint, it does save Blizzard having to come up with millions of demon names, because for the, there's a story explanation of why it is the same demon each time. So that's kind of cool. Um, you also that way you also learn that this demon does this, this demon does that, um, which which is very fun. If you make it to stage two, you get a small chest. If you make it to stage four, you get a large chest. In there is 700 item level gear and weapons and um if you if you only have like one 100 or or a couple 100s of like plate and cloth but you don't have a leatherware or you don't have a uh chainmail where you can actually save up the shards and buy the transmog sets at the or an orgamar or stormwind so you can unlock those looks in the new transmog interface um, which is cool so yeah and and as Mew points out in the chat room um you will see especially from the if you're on the alliance side uh you're gonna see some very familiar demon names and demons that show up in that scenario at the end you're like wait a minute we killed him um like lord jaraxxus from the Mm -hmm. from the wrath of timeline you know 
right. he's there. Um, Valmithrius from um, before the um, battle for Undercity is there. Um, so it's the who's who demons. Exactly. Gul'dan doesn't mess around. He brings yeah, everybody back. No, yeah. Yep. He's Gul'dan, and as we learned in the audio drama, he's um kind of vicious. Yep, exactly. I, so, I do suggest, by the way, for people who are going to be doing the Demon Hunter, do make sure you listen, if you have the time, listen to that audio drama. It really kind of pieces together what you're doing so well. Yep, exactly. Um, so, so fighting demons, you get you get the currency, you get the transmog gear. Um, you there is a, a pet you can buy. I think it's a fell bat pet. Oh yeah, okay, that makes sense. Weapon, it's a seven, it starts out a seven hundred weapon, but it can be upgraded six times um, to seven hundred and twenty-five item level. Um, if you if you didn't pre-order if you pre-order like the physical copy so you're not going to unlock your demon hunter until um until after the invasion's over until essentially the game launches um there are uh the set of glaives or a glaive you can buy off this vendor that is buying to account um so you can get those to what's nice is if you do it on the horde side um you know and you've got enough of the Kolusk fell to upgrade them. Since they are BOA, you can pass those to your Alliance Demon Hunter or, you know, basically any of your other Demon Hunters um, and use those starting out. Of course, they'll get replaced by um, your artifact weapon, but it's a nice look to unlock and have, um, you know, and it's a a good weapon to use until until you get there. Um, Cloaks rings necklaces um and trinkets that you can buy off the vendor as well just to fill in slots like if you haven't been raiding or if you dropped out of raiding and you need some catch-up gear um you can use that (laughs) yeah you can use that um but the the looks of the sets are really nice the um the only issue i have and we discussed this the other night was the cloth set the cloth legs should have been either a skirt or a kilt because a troll mage, male troll mage with the huge shoulders on, it just goes like this. So it looks like this. Yeah, it's a bad triangle. He looks like a place kicker on a football team. You know, he looks like the freshman place kicker on a college football team where he's tall and lanky but there's nothing on him. So he's got these huge shoulder pads and then he skipped leg day because his legs look horrible. It looks better on the shorter tunes, like um, the goblin, my goblin female. The goblin warlock. Cute. Yeah. She looks fine. My undead female priest has the same issue with the legs, very skinny legs, you know, cause it's, it's basically bones. Right. Um, Literally she's skin and bones. Yeah, exactly. The rest of the classes, the leather looks great. The chainmail looks awesome. The the plate looks suitably um, felly and, and demonic. So I really like that. Nice. Yep. Now I know I heard a mention of this, and I do not. Um, so is the invasion going to ramp up as we get closer to the thirty thirtieth? Yep. So what happens right now is every four hours, there are two events that uh, start in the world. 
And you can do each of those once in that four-hour period, and then essentially it phases you out of them. You can, if you get invited back into one of those by somebody that hadn't done it, then you'll be able to see it again, but you don't get the small chest or the large chest. You can only farm shards from the um, the mini-bosses in stage three. So if you're farming shards... Just have somebody that's that's in a current invasion that you've already done invite you into a group, and then you'll be able to see it, and you can farm shards. But right now, it's it's every four hours. Starting next Tuesday, I believe they're going to drop to two hours apiece, and then the next pa- um, the let's see, so that would be sixteenth. That would be the twenty third. Yeah, so the 16th, they'll drop to two hours apiece, and then the 23rd, they'll drop to an hour apiece. So cool. if yeah, if you're worried about farming gear or anything like that, they'll get faster and, you know, they'll get faster, faster and faster, so that's not a problem. Um, there are three hidden feats of strength. Um, one is to do six demon invasions um, in... The, Six or eight. I'm trying to remember if it's six or eight, but basically um, to do a demon invasion once in each place they spawn in the world. That's one feat Mm -hmm. of strength. Um, There's another one. There are doomsayers in all the major cities. Like they do. Yeah. And so uh, when you go to Orgrimmar, you can talk to the doomsayer and they'll say, um, would you like a pamphlet? And you collect a pamphlet. There are 12... There are 12 unique pamphlets, and there's a typically a 15-minute cooldown, a personal debuff on you before you can get another pamphlet. Once you collect all 12, you get uh, the achievement, I can see clearly now. Kind right. of a, uh, you know, a play on words yeah. for the demon hunter and all that. Um, and then the other one is, if you are a hunter have a potion of demonic vision, or if you are a demon hunter and use your um, you can go up to a Doombringer and activate that, have the potion running, or, or be tracking demons. And if you see that they actually have a second dialogue site, uh, dialogue um, item that says something's not right here, it's actually a Dreadlord and not a doom and, Doomsayer. You expose him, and then everyone can attack him. I think they have either 6 million or 16 million health. I think it's 6 million because they seem to die really quickly dropping um, a, a new toy called a fell spreader. And it's a little little toy that runs around leaving pile, uh, pools of fell all over the place. But it's not a guaranteed drop. So, Fun. Okay. Yeah. What, what people have been doing is forming essentially a raid group, and they'll just put everyone at a doomsayer. And then they cycle, I think, every 15 minutes, roughly 15 minutes to th- half hours when they cycle. Um, and so then when people find one, they call the raid group over, expose it, everyone attacks them, gets a chance at loot, and then just rinse and repeat. Um, because as soon as you kill that that Dreadlord that was a uh, Doomsayer, it becomes it you know it gets its own clock cycle so you know all the doomsayers you can't just run around check them all once every half hour they're all on their own internal clocks so you never know when one's going to change you're roboting a little sorry let me fix that but you keep talking all right sorry about that guys technical difficulties all right so trying to think what else goodness 
to uh, to go over in the uh, pre-patch stuff. Because um, you're back. Okay, good. So what else do you think people need to do, need to be aware of? What f- other fun things have you come across? Because you certainly have had more experience with it than I have. I've literally just started playing and wanted to get through the DH stuff, and then I'm going to start playing on Mickey hopefully soon. One moment, please. Sorry, guys. Technical difficulties. Whoops. There we go. Helps if you choose the right input. That better? Yes. Inputs are hard. (laughs) Says the... Anyway. um, Yeah. (laughs) So, no, I think we've we've pretty much covered it. Um, The demon invasions, if you can, use the... um, Especially if you're in AIE... um, Use general chat, use AIE LFG, use the Discord LFG channel. Look for people that are running the invasions. They're fun. You can solo them, but they're more fun in a group, um, especially because you can just hop on Mumble. You can hop on Discord and chat while you're doing it um, because, you know, it's it's just fun to hang out and, and chat. So definitely sure. use use Discord, use Mumble, and um, – and, uh, you know, get group up and, and do that. Um, oh, and Ralph did point something out that we missed, kind of, <laughs> sort of. Um, season 7 did start in Diablo, speaking of demons and yes. devils and things like that. So if you enjoy seasonal Diablo play, um, go change that. From what I've seen, um, there wasn't a whole lot of changes to the new season um as far as like new tech or anything like that so i think it's it's just a new season to try out pick a new class and do your seasonal seasonal character um also um Karazhan started in hearthstone and yes. if you've not seen the one night in Karazhan video it's some um, one night in bangkok uh disco fun goofiness so very cool, but yeah, definitely look at the Diablo notes and go look at the the Karazhan trailer. Um, I think I think we've pretty much covered it. Um, definitely uh, get you know get into the AI Discord again. It's on the on the Umami. Um, it's on the Umami main page. Uh, it's great. Everyone's in there chatting. We have it broken out by game divisions. We have a general place. We have some off-topic places. Um, it's nice to just hang out and see everyone. The nice thing is it's a mobile app. It's a web pa- uh, web page, and it's a uh, Windows app. So however you prefer to um, connect, you can do it, and um, it's fun. Also, just a, a side note on the Demon Hunter. Um, of course, as always, we want you to add any of your characters into AIE. The Demon Hunter is available to be added once you reach level 100. When you're in that starting area, uh, just very much like a, the DK or the um, yeah the Death Knight, where you weren't able to join until 58. We ne- you do need to be 100 before you can join AIE. Yep, exactly, and we appreciate your patience with that. So. Yes, very much. All right, so if that's it, um, hey, Ted, we got some shout-outs. And first of all, what's the best way people want to give us shout-outs for the show for them to do that? 
Well, they can just join our AIE podcast Discord server, and there is a shout-out channel. We already had uh, a few shout-outs in there that we'll get to shortly, but feel free to join at any time and throw in a shout-out. Um, we've got that linked on the, the main um, podcast page, uh, and I've been tweeting it out from the AIE podcast uh, Twitter account as well. So... That's uh, we'll definitely call those out during the show as appropriate. And if you have anything that you want covered during the podcast, feel free to hop into our general channel and leave us a message and let us know what's going on. It's also what we use for the chat room during the, the live broadcast. Great. All right. So our shout outs. Um, well, hey, the next one, Jer's there. All right, from Kaz or Kazrik, shout out to all the AIE WoW officers for processing all the new demon hunters, prepping for the Legion invasion influx in a couple weeks. And yes, the uh, officers stepped up, and we powered through um, all the all the um, invites. We opened them up a couple days early um, so people could get their names in and stuff like that. We added from last Tuesday to. Sorry, from two Tuesdays ago to last Tuesday, we added 116 characters. It's going to be interesting to see from last Tuesday to this Tuesday how many more characters we added. So, um, And if you ever do want to see the, the numbers and stuff, it's up on our AIE wiki. Right, and Tet does update those numbers every Tuesday on a spreadsheet. Go imagine. Also, uh, with the influx of people we're expecting with Legion with the pre-patch, we've been kind of not purging people who've been active for not first three months. That's probably going to change in WoW um, as we find that the guilds are getting fuller. So just if you think you're going to play the character and you haven't played them in a while, make sure you log in. If they're not in the guild, at, join AIE LFO to ask for an invite uh, just to make sure that every character you want to pay play is available for you. All right. So my mouth, my shout out is from Mathanug, who's a warlock. Go figure. Shout out to the demon hunters for stealing all of his cool abilities. As we previously discussed, including metamorphosis. Yep, exactly. And from Ellen, shout out to those who participated in our Remembrance Day events. We do want to thank everyone that did participate in the AI Remembrance Day, regardless of what in-game event you took place or, or out of game. Um, we do want to thank you for participating in that. It's a wonderful event. Unfortunately, we happen to be on our vacation and we're not able to participate in any of the events, but we've looked at the, the videos and the write-ups that people have done. And, and we love you guys. Exactly. Though, <laughs> so in our defense, we did see guildmates in real life. We did. We did. Yes. We did. All right. So that's it for our show tonight. We want, as our chat room continues suggesting titles, guys, if you wouldn't mind throwing those back in there, we'd really appreciate it. Um, we want to thank you guys, the chat room, for joining us. This is the new, our Discord channel is the new home for the AIE chat room. Um, so we really appreciate all of you guys coming in with this great experiment. Uh, we've been kind of bouncing around for a while when it comes to the chat room, and this is this is going to be it. So it's great. It's easy to use. You don't have to you, – you can use it on your mobile device. So, guys, we really, again, appreciate it and listening to us babble. Um, so start keep going on with those titles, and we'll go through the rest of this.
All right. If you have a question or comment about the show, you can email us at podcast at AIE-guild.org. You can also follow us on Twitter. The show is at AIE Podcast. McCullough is at CyberWave, and Tatsemi is at Ivory Tiger. We record live with video every Sunday at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific. You can join the chat room and play along with us at our website, the AIE-guild.org slash podcast-live-stream. And again, we're going to use the Discord channel as our chat room, which has worked out really well tonight. It was nice to see everyone in there and active. Our theme was composed by the amazing Andrew Allen. Follow him at Keys with Soul or visit his website at keyswithsoul.com. All right, and now it's time to play all the great AIE member segments we received this week, including overly dramatic news from Hans Lewin and Altitis from, yeah, guys, you guessed it, MewCow. And we're still trying to figure out our guests for next week, next time. So as soon as we know, we'll keep you guys posted. I am going to be out of town because the woman that doesn't take any vacations is taking two in a row. Yay! Um, so, but the AIE podcast will be back in two weeks. So until then, AIE, this is Makala. This is Katsemi. And this has been the AIE podcast. Greetings, gamers. This is MewCow, the resident expert on a common gamer condition called Altitis. Timeless and always relevant, we discuss the Darkmoon Fair. In its current iteration, the fair seems almost made explicitly for alts. Need a little boost in refreshing leveling? The fair has you covered. Collecting battle pets? The fair has some unique ones for you to buy and earn. Need an extra boost in leveling your alts? Carousel and Darkmoon Top Hat can help you there. While you've been busy on the island, you've been collecting Darkmoon tickets. These tickets can purchase heirlooms, transmog items, pets, toys, and some extra flavor items. Just be careful when exploring. I hear that fluffy little bunny is pretty killer. If you have questions, tips, or want to discuss the topic further, find us on Twitter at altitisnet, and show notes can be found on altitis.net. On behalf of the Alt Army, we hope you find this information useful in the treatment of your Altitis. Latest game craze leaves orc laborers desperate for sleep. It's the overly dramatic news. I'm Hunts the Wind. The long, long, long wait for the next World of Warcraft expansion is almost over. But until then, millions of players have been struggling to find ways to fight their boredom. In a sign of just how bad things have gotten, a new craze has swept Azeroth, a game in which adventurers seek out orc lumberjacks, porters, and other low-level workers, wait for them to fall asleep, and then harass them mercilessly. Prodding, tickling, tossing small rocks, and squirting with water are only some of the techniques these obsessed players use to torment the poor, tired orc. The goal is not to kill him, but to document what verbal response this semi-attack evokes. These range from a resigned, okie-dokie, to a plaintive, stop touching me. There are rumors that Iron Horde lumberjacks have other responses, but so far nobody has lived to document them. For the obsessed players of this game, camping sites where workers congregate, the phrase, gotta hear them all, has become a strange mantra.
The Orc Laborers Union held a rally where they pointed out that Orc productivity has crashed, endangering preparations for the Burning Legion invasion. They demanded the game be banned, and the rally ended with the entire crowd screaming in frustration, Pokepeon, go! Broadcasting across all Azeroth, I'm Hunts the Wind. Check out the archives at OverlyDramaticNews.com or follow me on Twitter at Hunts the Wind.